part of the Press Play Podcast Network. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. This is Jason J. Lewis, the voice of Superman on Justice League Action. This is Mark Wayne, writer of Superman Worldwide. You're listening to The Krypton Report. Happy Superman Day, James. Happy Superman Day, Tyler. As of this recording, it is Superman Day. And it's a beautiful sunny day here in central Ohio. Um, I hope it is in Cleveland. I hope it is in Akron. I hope it is in Toledo. All those places that are northern of here. (laughs) You know. It's a... It's early. It's nice. You know, getting over the COVID has made me tired. And uh, being up early feels good again. Because for a while, I really struggled with trying to wake up in the mornings. Makes me feel like an old man. Dang you, the COVID. Dang you. But hey. (laughs) It's exhausting. It's Tyler, the Superman of blue. And James, the Superman of red. We are back together for another more regularly scheduled episode <laughs> of Superman and Lois. And the, and the thing that's so weird is like, all right, Superman and Lois. And then we're on a hiatus again after this. And I'm just like, come on, we have two more episodes to go. This hiatus crap is, it, it's killing it. It kills the momentum. It kills the fun. I know people that love the show that aren't watching because they just want to be able to watch it all together. Because this up and down crap Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, James. Yeah. James knows this, he this, speaks the truth. I do. The um, it's it's getting it gets ridiculous. Two episodes on, then a couple of weeks off. Um, I need stability. Okay. I mean, some people, some yeah, like you said, uh, I know some some people who they don't want to watch the rest of it until it's over, so that way they can freaking watch the rest of it instead of watching one or two episodes and then have to wait again. I, I don't get it, but my release schedule is bonkers. It's it's stupid, and I guess okay. So we'll we'll get into some news here. I guess they've adjusted the the date for the finale or something. Um, the finale of Superman and Lois. I guess Diggle's supposed to pop up, and it's supposed to reveal where it fits in the Arrowverse. We're supposed to get huh. some sort of like. Uh, this is what how, what's been going on. This is why this has happened, and stuff. So I, I don't know. I'm curious how this is going to play out. Uh, the Flash's last episode supposed to have some sort of like special guest on it. Uh, and I don't know. I'm just like, okay. Like we talked about last episode when Superman and Tal were in need of assistance. I was like, hmm, it would be awesome if we had Kara, but you know. Right. So, anyways, that's going on. And 
it'll be interesting how that all plays out. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing Diggle back again this season. Um, you know, he hasn't been on since last season. Um, he just kind of floats around through the shows right now. Um, hint here or there about his box that came from space. Diggle is the crossover anymore. <laughs> yeah, he is. Like, is there a crossover? There's Diggle. And like we've said before, yes, I like that the arrow it ties into the Arrowverse, and at the same time, I like that it's its own thing. But it would be really nice if we just knew where it fit. Like if this took place like a year after all the events of the Arrowverse, that's fine or something. But whatever. I just I love my continuity, but at the same time, sometimes they dig themselves a hole where nothing makes sense. Hmm. But hey, it's back. We got we got a trailer to review. You know that we got a build up first. We got a poster. We got a Black Adam. Black Adam is coming, man. Are you are you are you pumped? Are you excited? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely excited to check it out. We got the Black Adam poster where it's like this silhouette of of the rock and it says Black Adam. The world needed a hero. It got Black Adam. <laughs> I'm like, all right. We got the first reveal images of the McFarlane Black Adam toys. They look awesome. I saw one person. Yeah, they do. I saw one person person put. It looks like uh, the Rock made sure that uh, McFarlane got his likeness right. <laughs> they were because it it looks ridiculous like him. It very much does. So I'm excited for those figures to go on sale so I can pre-order my Black Adam Brock figure. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, it's funny in the Black Adam trailers, they show Black Adam all skinny. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, is <laughs> the rock ever skinny? Did he just, I thought he just came out like a solid pound of muscle. <laughs> right. But let's talk about this trailer. We've been waiting a while for a full-on trailer. Um, before this, the only footage we've seen was we got the, I guess, the breakout type scene during Fandom where we see him standing there and people try to shoot him and he floats up. And then we got parts of Black Adam in the DC Needs Heroes, World Needs Heroes, but DC is not the heroes because we decided to rearrange our release schedule trailer we just decided to give you the batman that's it that's that's what it should be called <laughs> right um but before i say anything what do you think about this trailer um i mean i i thought it was pretty cool i'm still it's definitely just showing off some things um it's that initial trailer it's not story trailer or anything like that so we get really none of that we get a little bit of monologue from from Black Adam. Um, I still don't know. I still don't know if, or if I recall, if I ever knew who the um, who the villain of this movie is going to be. Um, I mean, we've got the antihero of Black Adam, but I mean, clearly he's not going to be the um, the prime antagonist of the movie. Uh, no, that, I feel like that 
they have not said, but I feel like that's been kind of leaked through uh, toys and pop figure like announcements of more of like who the villain is going to be. It reminds me in a way of how they marketed Shazam where we didn't even know the sins were in the movie mm-hmm. until right. really the movie. <laughs> um, but all right. So am I excited for the movie? Yes. Do I like this trailer? No. And I'll tell you why I don't like the trailer. I, this to me feels like the kind of trailer that you put together when you've only filmed a little bit and you're just trying to show something. Because even when you're not trying to like do story or whatever, there's a narrative structure you want to put in a trailer. And this just seems kind of all over the place. Now that it does. Yeah. With like the way the images and where they're popping out and like, it just, it feels like it's just random. Like through it's Yeah. It's definitely going back and forth. You get to see some of his, um, some of his like ancient origins and then, his modern day stuff. Well, like the opening shots, like this flying spaceship looking thing. And I'm like, when does this take place? Where does this take place? You know, we have the justice society. Where, where, where do they come from? You know, we have, um, um, this flying, like the, the villains that we guess are alluded to are like on these flying space, motorcycle hovercraft things. Yeah, they're they're like flying speeder bikes or something. But then we also get, you know, scenes of just the government on you know, airplanes. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of a cool scene like somebody trying to order Black Adam to to take it down and he just punches, <laughs> he just punches the wing off. Um so I, I like the trailer. I'm interested. It it feels action packed, but it also feels kind of small at the same time. Scale wise, there's a, a lot of the scenes don't have a lot of people, a lot of um, extras or whatever in it. So I am intrigued by just how the scope of the movie goes. Like you said, they're really not revealing much of the villains, but we do get some shots of, you know. It's Black Adam, like, it's interesting what the plot's going to be, because, like, we have a scene that looks like it's people breaking him out, but then we have a scene of him, like, in a sarcophagus, like, clear, that's filled with, like, water. (laughs) Um, So, I'm intrigued. (laughs) Yeah, there's some comedy in the trailer. Um the guy hits him with the with a billy club and and he uh, and it bends over his head and then uh black adam knocks the guy and sends him flying yep uh flying out over the water um that looks funny yeah we get to see um him bumping heads with uh hawkman which saying that heroes don't kill people and he says i do i do which is you know um, interesting the skinny black Adam is also interesting. They're like, we had to spend most of our budget to make the rock look small. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you couldn't have just found someone who looks similar and put a face, like a mask over his face. Cause it's when he's in the breathing tunnel 
say they did that with uh, Chris Evans in first uh, in first Avenger. I'm curious about the whole angle about his son because, like in the comics, when uh, the Jeff John Black Adam comic, he his uh, it's like his nephew that calls down the the lightning and he steals it. He kills his nephew as the lightning's coming down and he steals it. And, you know, one thing that I'm interested in is will we see, I really want connection and tie into Shazam just with the whole fact, like, um, what do you call it? Like the wizard Shazam. Like he better be like making an appearance or some sort of flashback of how Black Adam got the power, why he was chosen or something. You know, we have that. Why he was imprisoned. Yeah. Because we get that alluded to um, his previous champion in Shazam. Mm -hmm. So I really want just that connective tissue. You know, one of the deleted scenes from Shazam, the film is uh, they're sitting there on their thrones and they're like, guys, there's six of us, but there's seven thrones. Like, who's the other throne for? You know, so I, uh, I just kind of want that connective tissue. You know, we see him catch the rocket, which is cool. And it, you know, it, it seems like a lot of the, tra- the scenes in the trailer are the same from the same part of the movie, just kind of edited up to make it to space it out to make it look like there's a trailer. And then the one thing that Brian pointed out to us, uh, it looks like maybe there's a member of the Justice Society who hasn't been announced that maybe something happens to them, but it looks like we get uh, Mr. Terrific. Potentially, you know, you know, he does have a black jacket with some silver down his arms. It's enough. Um, it's enough my initial for me to be like, oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, that'd be sweet if it was. My initial thought on that was um, the uh, was just uh, Hawkman um, because you know we see his wings come out. Mm. So you know, I mean, is he ruining his jacket by jumping out and then just whoosh, maybe, tearing through it maybe, or what? Maybe. But, I mean, that's just, that was my initial thought on it. I'll tell you what my thought is, is I just feel bad for uh, the jacket. <laughs> I'm like, I always hate, like, oh man, that's a nice clothes. I, you know, his costume looks cool, but the only like hero, I'm like, not like super stoked, like Adam Smasher. Like, yeah. You know? I mean, the comic looks straight, or the, the cart, uh, the, the costume looks straight out of the comics though. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. And I liked the, um, the growing, yeah, him running down the street, growing the way he did. Mm-hmm. That was pretty awesome. Kind of kicking cars out of the way, like they're hot wheels. Cause they were, that's how, that's how the budget was James. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they were hot wheels. Yeah, they're <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go old school. We can't build models. Just put hot wheels out there. No one will pay attention. The rocks in this, no one's paying attention to anybody else. <laughs> so I, I'm excited. You know, I like that it comes out in October just because October is my favorite month. And, you know, having a superhero comic book DC movie in October is pretty exciting. I wish we were getting something else a little earlier, 
we got super pets. So, I mean, that's not too bad. Um, but you know what I mean? I would like, I'm, I'm looking forward to, we are now in June. So we are six months off from Shazam. We need a Shazam trailer. We, we really do. If, if, you know, Shazam is going to be released in December and we need a full Shazam 2 trailer. Heck, these days it's like you don't get anything until like three months out. And, and that's fine. It's not in theaters, so it's not in theaters very long. So they're like, well. And, and that's cool, you know, because, I mean, we always go back to we were years out and we knew so much about BVS that it. You know, it made the movie feel like it took forever to get here. In a breath, I kind of like not having a lot until it's time for the movie. But I think we're at a point we need at least a teaser, you know, something for Shazam 2. Because me and Solomon had a conversation. He was like, Dad, when's Shazam 2 coming out? He's like, okay. I'm like, yeah, right with Black Adam. Um, so... Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm I'm enjoying it just because all, it also is a new DC film that has some sort of connectivity, but at the same time, it's new. Like it's not really tethered to anything hard. I just want I just want a little bit of connection to Shazam, okay? Because that's what we deserve, and that's that's it. What about you? Final thoughts on Black Adam. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for it. Um, I'd like some sort of connections between Black Adam and Shazam. I mean, it, it just it doesn't make sense that it would that it would exist without it um, in in a DC universe. So uh, I'm excited to see it. Uh, I like the trailer, you know, uh, bits of the trailer. Um, there's, I definitely. I'm interested in more. Mm-hmm. So, and we're only four months out from Black Adam. And see, right there we go. There we go. See, four months from Black Adam, six months from Shazam. There better be some connective tissue, but. So, all right. So let's keep on moving. That's really about all the, that's all the news I really had, uh, was the black Adam trailer. Oh yeah. Okay. One more thing. My bad. Todd Phillips tweeted out the script cover for Joker two and I had Joaquin Phoenix reading it. And the title I can't remember is Latin for basically when you have a delusion that you share with other people and you have shared delusions together. And I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs) Um, I've said before, I think Joker is a good movie. It's a very well psychological drama. And I feel like all the Gotham slash Joker stuff is just thrown in there. I don't really feel like it serves for the character. It's just enough to... So you can argue that it's Joker, but it's, you know, removed enough that it's not. Um, so if they do a sequel, I'm intrigued by it. 
but I'm not, it's not the movie I'm waiting for. No, I'll, I'll see it. You know, I'm interested. The first one was, you know, it was a really well done, well made movie, but it's definitely not a feel good entertaining movie. Nope. Not at all. (laughs) So that's what I like to put out when I'm feeling down. I'm like, man, I feel depressed. Let's watch Joker. Right. I'm like, yeah, toss in that Joker. By golly, let's watch Joker. I'm just kidding. So let's move on. Young Justice. Hey, we're on to press pause and hear a few words from our other podcasts on Press Play Podcast Network. Hello, Brooks here with the Books with Brooks monthly book club podcast. Here's how Books with Brooks works. We read one book a month, and then we talk about it. Classics like Stephen King's The Shining, debut novels like We Are the Brennans by Tracy Lang, and tons of other compelling, life-changing stories, one book and one month at a time. So come read along with us, and then listen in. This is Dan Jurgens, and if you want to have a good time, keep listening to The Krypton Report. Justice season four season oh. finale phantoms is over i mean it feels like it's just started but at the same time it's been going for 26 episodes 20 yeah i really like this season just hands down young justice has been an amazing show uh all of it i you know you and i argue look we argue we disagree people everyone you know James and I don't always agree on everything. Okay, I promise. He he liked season three a lot more than I did. Um, I did. Yes, it's. I liked. I think season four is really good. I I look forward to rewatching it straight now. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get through get to watching the whole thing. I'm I'm excited. You know. That Superman didn't die. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. Well, so, right. Uh, so you want to get into the episode? Yeah, let's, let's get into it. So, Spoilers um, coming now, people. Yeah. So we open with um, uh, Zod speeching like he always does. And, and um, Superboy has a hold of Superman poisoned by kryptonite. And he's being ordered to kill him. Um, prove his loyalty to the family of Zod, to the house of Zod. And um, he, he remembers, and especially when he says family, when he says family, um, Connor starts to remember all of his times with, um, uh, with Clark and Superman. He remembers their introduction, how he took on the name Connor Kent without knowing that Superman was Clark Kent. Um, you know, something, something in his DNA. Uh, and then I love it where they, they added in a scene of, um, these are my parents and we would like them, you know, we would be honored if you accepted them as your parents talking about Ma and Pa Kent, Mm -hmm. um, which was really great. And then, um, he, he says he can't kill him again. Because he believes he, because he believed he did in the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so he, he can't kill him again. And that's when Lorzad um, says, see, I told you, you can't trust him. And, and then all, all hell breaks loose. Nice yeah, big does. fight. Um, you know, and I even jumped ahead there to the Superboy part because I was excited. First, it opens up and we find out that uh, Nightwing's alive. Yeah. I jumped ahead a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I was like, Nightwing's alive. He was like, yeah, yeah. I used the illusion to fake it. And then. Uh, yeah, cut his forehead like pro wrestlers do to bleed huh. a lot. I was like, man, <laughs> giving me a anxiety dick. <laughs> slowed down his heart rate, an old Batman trick. Um, it was really cool though. He comes out and he sees everybody, he sees everybody crashed and dead. Um, and which he see, which they reveal it's an illusion to him. Um, Saturn girl and Ms. Martian. Which is awesome. But man, they had, I mean, the last episode, it had us. I mean, I was full on like, because we, we didn't know like if, this is it. You know, are they going to get a season five? Like I, I was like, anything could happen when the, when season, when epi- the last episode ended, Jania's like, is there another one? I said, no, that was it. She's like, Oh really? I'm like, yeah. She's like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> like yeah. not until next week. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Their explanation they give for their, for their illusion. Um, uh, Orion and Superman took the brunt of the blast. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Um, but we get a fight in Metropolis, uh, where Aqualad, Zatanna and Tigris are, uh, on the bus back from the phantom zone and they're flying the bus around using magic to keep it invisible. Um, like they run into Lor- uh, Zod with it. Um, uh, Nightwing and everybody is on their way uh, to Metropolis and Nightwing says uh, you know I know you don't like to use your powers Um, he says you're a ball of sunshine or a ball of light uh, hiding a terrifying demigoddess (laughs) I thought that was a great line Mm -hmm. um uh yeah, and it was a it was a really awesome fight. Um, uh, Miss Martian implanting visions in Ursa's head that Ursa killed her, and she puts Ursa out um, psychically. Um, she does the same thing to Lorzad. She pops up. Stop trying to kill my man, <laughs> and <laughs> freaking mind blasts him because she's more powerful than she gives herself credit for. Yeah. Yeah, she's um well, you know, back in season 2, like she can rip anything from your mind. She can destroy your mind in in an instant. Um yep. Yeah. It it was a really cool fight. They had a lot going on. There were um there were Martians. Um I love that uh oh, what was his name? Um the other um the other legionnaire who changed, who transformed Chameleon into, who, what was that? Million boy. Was that him? Was that his name? I think so. Who changed into Malafa'ak and he, and he fought against, um, uh, uh, 
McGann's brother. Malafaak. <laughs> well, he took on the name Malafaak. So, yeah, I mean, Malafaak, yeah. But um, he took on the – they both took on that appearance and were fighting. And then they were even fighting on the psychic plane. Saturn Girl was there. Phantom Girl distracted him as well as um, Chameleon Boy in uh, in the real world. So that way, uh, Danny inside of the inside of the thrall um, could kick him out, and they uh, he opened up a boom tube, and they started sending people back to the Phantom Zone. Uh, one thing I really did like was how they're they're on Earth, but it's it's dark. The sun hasn't risen yet in Metropolis, so the Kryptonians haven't begun to really supercharge yet. Yeah. Like, when the sun comes up, they're going to be fully charged. Um, then uh, Zatanna saves Superman from his kryptonite poisoning. And then we get a showdown between um, Lorzad and Druzad versus Kal-El and Kanel. Um, yeah, it's really awesome. And they send everybody back to the Phantom Zone. Um, which was, I, it, the whole thing was really awesome. I just, I thought, I, I mean, I guess I expected a little bit more. But then, um, Lorzad escapes in a time sphere because Rocket survived. Mm-hmm. Somehow she, somehow her... Her shield protected her in the boom tube, and Metron got her to his vault. Yes, um, that's that's like the explanation is 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 that she her her shield protected her as the boom tube was collapsing, and she popped up in Metron's vault. Yes, um, and she shows up to help, and she drops Feora into the boom tube. Um, but we get the time sphere. Lorzad escapes in the time sphere, and um, it disappears. and And he can't control it, and it takes him back. Uh, takes him back to Mars, the moment before Superboy and Phantom Girl disappeared and the bomb exploded. And we find out that the kryptonite, the kryptonite laced bomb that explodes, the sh- the shadow cast on the wall is Lorzad. He was incinerated by the kryptonite bomb. It was awesome. I was like, oh. Yeah. That was an amazing callback to the first arc of the season. season. Um, and then at the end, uh, the fact that um, Ursa makes the comment that she's pregnant carrying the child Well, I think that was I think that was calculated by Metron. You know, um, they talk about he's performing an experiment or whatever. Yeah, um, because like I, it's calculated by. I said to Jania when they popped out, I'm like, she should technically be pregnant. You know, because they talk about how Lorzad was, you know, conceived and then she was, was not born until they were taken out of the Phantom Zone in the future. Yeah, uh, she didn't even know she was pregnant in the Phantom Zone, is what they had said. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, which was really cool. Um, but so speaking of Ursa, she she as the Emerald Empress, she goes to Daxum. Yep. Which is interesting. Um being in different mediums, a sister planet to um uh to Krypton. Um Connor and McGann get married. Um, which is a really cool scene. I think I can't, I still can't place the guy who's like, so all my friends are superheroes. And the reason nobody told me is because I, they thought I already knew. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't remember. He, he looks was... like Shaggy, but I don't know who he is. Yeah. I couldn't remember who he was either. I'll be honest. That's what happens when these shows get so spaced out and you have to wait so long to watch stuff. You start to forget little things. I don't have the, right. I don't have the mind like I used to where I could just, focus on this stuff only now i have to take care of children um right uh so they get married um they have um and and what's really cool is uh you know some people are in masks some people aren't some people uh come as their superhero persona like of course batman he doesn't show up as bruce wayne um and they have a nice talk about everything that's been going on, everything that's happened. Um, um, like, uh, what, especially what Gar has been going through this season and, um, they bring up sanctuary. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I think which was an amazing idea, you know, in the comics, the, the way that, a lot of that was done and set up was, was so fantastic. Um, I think the, the wrap up was left, left some, left some wanting and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think the, um, uh, I, I think the concept is, is fantastic. And I think in, in, um, in Young Justice, they'll definitely do it in a different way, but it could also be a really cool way to bring Wally back, yeah. since it was kind of a Wally-heavy story in the comics. I I agree. So perhaps, but that's that's very interesting, and I think something like that could really fit well in the Young Justice universe. With, with how mature it is. I agree. I like that comic up until like the last issue. Yeah, it was really great. It was really great. And then uh, we got to see young Jonathan Samuel. We got to see his uncle back. That was a great scene. Where he used his super hearing <laughs> to hear. Mm -hmm. Um. That was cool. Um, um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's like the majority of the episode up until our post credit scene. Yes. Where we find out and, there are no Kryptonians in the phantom zone. Are there James? No, the, it appears that the Kryptonians are now imprisoned in, uh, the war world cells. Vandal Savage has has them. Yes, he does. 
and he in dark side we see has somebody as well yes he does he has a couple of somebodies go ahead James. He... you may re- okay. reveal <laughs> he has as his new furies as his next generation of furies he has black mary mm-hmm. who is mary um uh mary from the shazam family yeah who who she had some issues um in the episode from the see uh the midbreak finale we saw her kind of get recruited by um by granny goodness mm-hmm. and we also have from the phantom zone Kara Zor-El, Supergirl. Supergirl now exists in Young Justice. And if we get a season five, which if the quote that I read, I think I discussed it last time, if the quote that I read is true, that it's like the highest viewed animated thing on streaming, um, hopefully we're, we are getting that season five because... We need to have Superman and Supergirl and Superboy all together. Plus, we got John Kent, too. So, you know, if... Oh, just... Yeah. I mean, we don't... We hardly get the Super Family together. Right. And like I... In their com... Even in their comics, you know? I mean, that was one thing that we liked about the end of Bendis' run over there on Action... Um, changed my mind. People. Just, just unfortunately, yeah, just unfortunately drawn by Ramita Jr., which is just not our favorite. Yeah. Um, but he he did have James um, so all of them together. There was Superman. There was Connor. There was Jonathan and Kara all all together. Yeah, and it's I've been talking about like for a while just how there's no property to watch that has both Superboy and Supergirl in it. So. It'll be nice to see Supergirl show up and hopefully not be evil for long. Yeah. Which, you know, this kind of, this goes into the, um, the Superman, Batman apocalypse, um, the Superman, Batman, Supergirl story that Loeb did and was turned into, um, an animated movie where she was recruited by Darkseid. Um, Darkseid. But I think, I think it, I think it makes a little more sense if she was removed from just, just for the fact of her like being on his side, mm-hmm. you know, um, being removed from the Phantom Zone and being taken in by them to begin with, as opposed to you know her being on Earth and then just feeling all angsty as a teenager and then brainwashed. <laughs> yep. I agree. I agree. So Young Justice season four is wrapped up. We are happy with it. We are glad that we have this show. The only thing that throws me with Young Justice is the animation style has slightly changed just a little bit. It's more adapted towards what the films were starting to do. Because even in season three, there's some characters that pop up that look like they were just take straight from those continuity films. 
that because of that, sometimes I forget certain characters where they are, what their story is, or if they've been in the show recently or not. Because it, it just it has so much similarity looking to those continuity films. Um <clears throat> but other than that, everything is straight. It's great. Savvy. Talking pirate now, my bad. <laughs> Watching too much pirates, huh? Yeah, we introduced the kids to all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and we just wrapped up our Jurassic uh, marathon. It's that's how we're doing our summer movie marathons. Pick <laughs> pick a series, do one a night, kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> but now we are moving on to Superman and Lois, episode thirteen. All is lost, and then the the subtitle is because James isn't here. That's really what it was about. They didn't talk about too much, but yeah, that's what it was about. <laughs> so let's get into this episode, man. Um, overall, I liked it, but I'm going to say this. We need to be smart and start to kind of the Cushing stuff. I think kind of needs to start to phase a little bit more because I feel like that's what's, part of what's dragging the show starting to drag a little bit down. Um, I'm not invested. You know, they, they did a hard turn with Kyle this season. I'm not invested in his character anymore. Uh, and then Lana made some odd choices last episode. Um, and then the Sarah stuff, I'm just kind of like, eh, this isn't that show. <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I can see where you're coming from. You know, um, you know, we have too many characters. We only have so much time, and I want to see Superman action. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to see a teenage girl get up on stage and play her songs in a bar, just to watch her mom get mad because she's playing in a bar. And from someone who's played a lot of music. There sometimes there are not a lot of places to 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 play. Like you find that bars are a lot of times, and then every now and then you'll find a coffee shop that'll do open mic. But a lot of times, the, it's like you just have to be acoustic. Like <laughs> they're like, oh, just acoustic light stuff. And it sucks when you're in a rock band. You're like, okay, we <laughs> don't have acoustic stuff. <laughs> right. Um, so. When they're like, there's got to be somewhere for you to play. I mean, there might be, but, you know, living in small towns and stuff, sometimes there's not. There really isn't. Um, but this episode, I'm just getting the crap out of the way first. <laughs> so <laughs> the Cushing stuff, like Kyle, like, I don't know. I just, I don't care about his character anymore because, yeah, he's, he's being a good dad. But at the same time, like, he's giving his daughter relationship advice and all this after he he screwed up um and i'm just like really kyle really um well and and then after this episode we've got the reinforcement that um uh you know they need to be broken up and they need to um stay apart and everything thank you yeah um like they with lana um, telling Jordan, yelling at Jordan, saying that he needs to stay away. Right. You know, 
and he goes to talk to her, and he's just trying to, like, I get it. I was a teenage boy once. And it, it sucks because he's like, the reason why I let her down, I kept stuff, is because of this. And I told Janine, I was like, you know what? My my vindictive nature, when they're giving crap, I'm like, oh, yeah. Hey, you know your mayoral campaign, Miss Cushing? You know why I wasn't there with, with Sarah? I was saving your husband from burning up in a fire. You're welcome. <laughs> Right. That mysterious person that saved your husband? Yeah, that was me. Mic drop. Peace. <laughs> I'm like, I'm tired of this crap. Um So I I don't know. I'm just like I'm just I do like okay. Uh, so let's get into the good stuff. Okay. And then if there's more crap, we'll go back. <clears throat> All right. I do like Clark talking with the boys about what happened, about how they can't be friends with the Cushings and all this. And and he's like, hey, let's do some chores. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I love to have my dad on the farm. <laughs> I'm just like, really? Like, and, you know, we have Jonathan and Jordan go to do chores and <laughs> poor Jonathan ends up doing all the chores. Yeah, which was a nice, which was kind of a nice little scene. He's like, uh, or or a, scene, a nice scene for Jonathan because they return and he's like, "Where have you guys been?" He said, uh, "Training at the fortress." And we went flying and this and that. And right after Jordan kind of crashes in the driveway, um, that was awesome. that was awesome. Where Clark lands <laughs> and Jordan lands on his face. Like, okay, better, better. Yeah. Um. And he's like, oh, well, I was here doing everything. Don't worry. All the chores are done. And then he walks off. Yeah. Like, I I don't blame him, you know? Oh, I'd be pissed. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like, I'm not the one with superpowers. I'm here doing, stuck doing all the the chores on the farm. I'm doing all the crap. You have me the crap to do. Um, Also, you know, the whole, uh, you know, he says, my life, I'm never going to play sports again. Well, I just looked at Jeannie and said, if I was Clark, I'd be like, have you thought about farming, son? <laughs> Farming's <laughs> a good career. Yeah. Um, we do well, get- I mean, sports was his thing, you know? And he was trying to be better at it. And then the whole XK thing, I mean, he's not going to be able to play any of the high school sports anymore. And everyone blames him when, mm-hmm. when it really wasn't his fault. Yeah, he was the outsider for he started to become the outsider in Smallville and now he's definitely um the um so I'm trying to think here there's a, there's a lot kind of packed into this episode um we get uh John, um, we get John, dis- John Henry discovering Nat's um, suit. Yeah, Nat built a suit, and then he wants to destroy it. And come to find out, she laced it with a special polymer uh, that the, stru- the suit can't be destroyed. <laughs> yeah, design a uh, special polymer from XK. So, um, I mean, which is kind of cool. I mean, it would be a little. Uh, it would it would cause Kryptonians from the other Earth to become weakened around her. Yeah, um, I'd be like, awesome. I'd be like, spray my suit with this. But yeah, we I mean we get the classic parent like not wanting their child in danger, 
you know, and she says, basically, I helped you build your first one, yada, yada, yada. Parent has to realize their child's growing up and making choices and they can't protect them from everything like we always want to. Um, I get it. So I, I like that there's this parallel between father and their children training and teaching because we have the cool training montage of Clark working with Jordan when Jordan jumps and is going through the cavern and Clark's like, all right, come on, he's going to do this, <laughs> you know, and then he flies. <laughs> yeah. So we have that. And, you know, we also have the parallel, we have a parallel in a way of uh, Sam, because one of the things with this, with this episode is Sam and Lois go after Lucy, who's at uh, Allie's compound and Allie's followers are, um, rejecting her or quitting Lucy's we see a flashback that really helps inform how Allie and Lucy started their relationship and yeah, very manipulative <laughs> yeah Sam we see Sam like cuff himself to Lucy and you know you know I'm talking about like other characters that I just not really caring for Chrissy Beppo is another one I don't really care for Chrissy because we, we have the, you know, the part where Clark's under an assignment for the Gazette, but he doesn't work there. And Lois has to do the pitch about he's trying to write a story to get a job, you know, and everything. Um, I don't know. I just, Chrissy just seems like she's like against Lois now. Well, you know, I mean, she, she's, she's been shown that Lois does lie to her, you know, and she's supposed to be her business partner. And, you know, last year at first she was her employee. Now she's her business partner. Um, yeah. and she, you know, she's lying to her. So I, I really don't blame, um, Chrissy for being upset with her in that regard. Um, she, uh, so when she hears that Clark is working on something for the Gazette, well, he doesn't work there. So why is this, why is this, uh, being said? And, um, I mean, I guess it's just a good thing. She was there for the way they wrote it. Um, you know, saying that, uh, she's looking or, uh, she calls the DOD number or whatever and they get an alert. <laughs> yeah. John Henry and does, and him and yep. Matt show up to rescue Clark from Allie who showed up. Yeah. Um, and I told you, Nia, we're watching this and I'm like, Allie's whole plan of, you know, look at us. We're merged. I'm like, is that how everybody is when they merge with themselves? I feel like if we didn't have to spend so much stupid time with the Cushing's, we could explore this whole second dimension and what it means. Like when Ellie, when uh, Ellie, when Allie is with herself where she's merged her two selves, uh, is it like two voices in one? Is it like a shared consciousness? Like there's, I don't know. I feel like there's some, you know, in interesting story elements that can be explored that we're not getting to touch on. Um, like, why does she have power being your two selves? Why 
Um, you know, does is she, if everyone merges with their other self, can they absorb people's powers? Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it would, it's just interesting. Like, do the personalities have to agree? Do they have to merge or can one personality take over? Um, right. There's an interesting storyline you could do where maybe like, like, like with the whole like energy of you like one world's the red energy, one world's the blue energy and you're coming together, forming a new energetic being or something. Um, I don't know. I just feel like they've been, they've done really well with like abstracting the stories that we're not getting to focus as much time on what we could be focusing on with the whole who Allie is her, what her full mission is. Cause we know in this episode, she wants to merge the earths together. Yeah. She doesn't have the pendant to merge people. Now she wants to merge earths. So she had to, she took Superman's power. Um, which she turned, she turned, um, Lucy against her there. Yeah. Um, by trying, by almost killing their father, um, just to force her to bring Superman to, to call for Superman, uh, with the ELT device. Yes. She did. And, um, and so she she almost killed Sam. She pretty much drained Superman's powers. We find out they were able to take blood from Superman. So there's a plot thing that's opening up potential season three. Um, his cells were looking normal. Human normal. Um, and we, we did get to see Nat in her suit with her father working together. She follows his instructions. She jump starts Superman's heart again after he's down. Um, so we get some, I mean, there's some good drama with like the Lucy and Lois and Sam in the episode of just what happened after their mother left. And I feel like that's, that's going to come up sometime. Their mother will show back up. You know, oh, uh, possibly in like season yeah. three or something. Like the mom shows up and wants back into the life, and not going to happen. So it it was um, good, and we kind of and we kind of end on Allie, like trying to merge the two portals. It seems like seems like she's in between worlds trying to pull them together. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, I feel like maybe uh, she needs, like, I don't know, like she's going to burn through that power. Does she need more power? Like, Right. Which we, I think we missed something. She, uh, not this week, but last week, she absorbed power from Tal yeah. on her Earth and killed him. So, so is that going to, is that going to turn uh, Lana against Allie for killing her husband? 
or is she devoted to Allie and she feels that Tal betrayed them? Right, which is interesting because that's what I'm waiting to find out because I don't think uh, she knows that he's yeah. dead. Yeah. Because she doesn't seem to know. There's not been a mention of where he is or anything. We don't know where our tall is. He flew off. I figure he's going to show back up in the next episode. He might sacrifice himself. We'll see. Right. Interesting stuff. Yes, sir. So, any other final thoughts? Uh, uh, I mean, kind of sucks. We got to wait for the next episode. Yeah, it does. Stupid. It's stupid. Just dragging it on. But I'm, I'm enjoying the show as it goes. I just hate the the schedule. The stop and go, like it, it kills the momentum. It kills the interest. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to binge it. Or, I'm like, I don't, yeah, yeah. I just want to. You know, it comes out every week straight. Yeah. So we can put a pin in it there. This week's episode. Um, <laughs> just like, I don't know. I get excited for it, but then without the, you know, the way it's been, it's like, okay, well, I guess we'll just wait for the next one. Right. Unfortunately. Well, James, by the time this episode airs, we will have aired our Superman Day special on our YouTube channel. So check that out, everybody. Um, It was a fun video to make and enjoy. For me and James, thank you for listening to Krypton Report. Have a wonderful day. Hope it's sunny. And remember. We just want to say, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please check out other podcasts on the Press Play Podcast Network. Remember to check out Krypton Report on all social media platforms. Go to linktree.com slash Krypton Report. you find all of our information right there. And if you want to keep Krypton from exploding, join our $1 a month Patreon. That's right. For $1 a month, you'll get extra special content that you don't get on the main show, like movie commentaries and whatever else comes out of our mouths. So check it out, patreon.com slash kryptonreport. If you are like Tyler and James and can't get enough super talk, check out these other podcasts. Digging for Kryptonite, Supergirl Radio, The Last Sons of Krypton, The Superboy Legacy Podcast, All-Star Superfans, Superman the Animated Podcast, The Aspiring Kryptonians, Always Hold On to Smallville, Caped Wonder, The Geek of Steel, and Truth, Justice, and Hope podcast.